Up Podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Wednesday. So it has been a pretty good week so far, really low-key week for me, just not a whole ton of releases going on and not a whole lot that I can really look at reselling-wise and say, hey, that's something I've been looking forward to coming out, that's something I've been looking forward to getting, or pinpointing one specific item that I'm going after. So a bit of a unique week for me, but the week is going out with a bang because we have four straight days of sneakers releases. So I've talked about this a little bit, but we have the Jordan 1s coming out tomorrow that are the, I think they're called like the Satin Reds, which is kind of a weird name for them because they have like a snakeskin print on the black part of the shoe, but basically they're a bread colorway. They're going to do pretty well. I think that if I can get, I don't know how many pairs I can get, but I'm going to try a few different methods of getting more than one pair. Um, and not just using the sneakers app, but maybe a couple other places that are releasing as well. And I'm going to be going after those and seeing how many I can get. And if I can get more than maybe like one or two pairs, I'm probably going to end up holding a pair or two just because I think that over time, bread colorways typically do pretty well. And so when those come out tomorrow, and I've just kind of done a little bit of research and seen that a lot of people are really excited for them. A lot of people really think that the colorway is really nice, and I can't blame them because it is a pretty decent colorway. I'm not a huge fan of the snakeskin, but it's going to be a very good shoe. And then later, so Friday, we have the silver Jordan ones coming out that are like, they are a Japan shoe that was released back in 2003, so they're re-releasing those. And then Saturday, I think we have the Jordan 6, oh gosh, I don't know how to pronounce that word, quasi and those are, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but those are a decent shoe. Um, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of resale in them, but there, there's a chance that I end up going after it. We'll see how much time I have Saturday morning and stuff. I'm not really going to be bummed out if I don't get that shoe. I may make 10, 25, 30 bucks a pair on those. So to get three or four pairs, that's an easy hundred bucks. But I doubt that that's one going to be feasible and two, I don't think that I'm going to be able to really profit a whole ton on them, but we'll see. They've released uh, collabs with them before, and so they will, they'll do all right. I just don't think that it's going to be a big money shoe, and I'm going to be a little bit busy hanging out with friends and stuff, so we'll just see how much time I have for that. And Sunday morning, the Prestos come out. I, I believe the Prestos come out. Let me look. So maybe I'm looking ahead a little bit more, but either this Sunday or next Sunday, the Prestos come out from the... Uh, Australian, they were like called Australian Olympics. Um, and I, they, they're just a really clean colorway. I mean, honestly, out of all the Nike shoes that I've seen come out so far, there's been a lot of really nice ones. And obviously people would want to wear the chunky donkeys or the strange loves. But I personally think that these Prestos that are going to be coming out are one of the best colorways in any Nike shoe that I've seen in a very long time. I mean, and, and I personally would buy them for personal. And that's saying a lot because I'm not usually one to pay 140 bucks for a pair of shoes, but they are just, they're beautiful. I love these shoes. I think that, and I had a pair of Lunar Prestos when, before they re-released, um, or before they started putting out a ton of Prestos like they have been, the Lunar Prestos were a shoe that they put out and they basically put Lunar Lawn in the bottom of them or in the sole. So Lunar Lawn was like Nike's technology. I don't think they really use it all that much anymore, but they did used to use it a lot back in like when I was in high school and so we're talking about like six years ago 
and they were he's they were just a pair of Prestos that had a they had a pretty clean look to them, and they looked a lot like a Presto, but they had a they had more of like a not like a mesh, but kind of I guess kind of like a a netting or a mesh instead of the uh, upper or I guess instead of like on the toe box and stuff they had that, and then they had Lunar Lawn in them, which I don't think the Prestos have. And they were comfy. I mean, they were the best shoes that I've ever worn. I still wear them regularly, and they are beat to to all. I mean, they are beat up pretty bad. So they're definitely a pair of beaters that I wear, but I, I do like them, and they are by far my favorite shoe that I've ever owned. I cannot, I can't stress that enough. I mean, the things are falling apart, and I still wear them as much as I can, just because they are so stinking comfortable. So I've even debated going back and buying another pair. Uh, there's a couple colorways that are pretty nice, but I think getting a pair of Prestos would be a nice a nice way to kind of get back to wearing those shoes. So it's been a while since I bought a pair of shoes for myself, and I think that at some point I'll either end up getting those either like now or I can't imagine the resale staying that high on them. They The resale already isn't that good, and they're very weird. The sizing on them is in extra, I think it goes extra, extra small, extra small, small medium large and then extra large which is very very bizarre you don't ever see that with shoes and the reason why they were doing that is because i was reading up a little bit and they said that they wanted that to be like a t-shirt for your feet and i guess that's an odd way of putting it but basically nike t-shirts at least for me like their regular t-shirts the regular cotton t-shirts and then their dry fit stuff are some of the best most comfortable t-shirts that i like i mean if i can get a good nike t-shirt i'll wear it out until it's ready to fall apart and that's just because, I don't know, I, th- I think they're super comfy. And so uh, to have, I guess that was kind of where they were going with this, to get a, a t-shirt for your feet, I guess. And so they did it all in this super bizarre sizing. Basically, each size is just a size up. So I think I was looking at it, and like extra, extra small is like 7 to 8. Extra small, maybe 8 to 9. Small, maybe, something like that, I don't know. It, it goes, it's very weird. I think actually eight to nine is like medium so it's a very bizarre way of doing sizing on shoes but it was i mean it's kind of unique but just know if you decide to go for those what the actual sizing will be because on sneakers they will be sized according to the extra extra small through the extra large kind of format and that's not something you normally see so that is something that i will be paying attention to again i love those shoes if i can get a pair for myself i may i don't know though i I may order a pair in my size and then either return it or try and sell them. So we'll see about those. But regardless of that, kind of jumping off of that kind of a, a point, I have been doing a heavy amount of reselling and some RA stuff. And now I'm kind of at a point where I'm looking to see what I can be doing next. So I've been dabbling a little bit into um, some botting strategies and stuff and, and doing a little bit of botting. It's not something that I think can carry me long term I think I've talked about it a little bit but it's not something I want to do long term but like I said I want to add that to my skill set and there's there is a whole nother world out there I mean the the most important thing for me is doing research on topics and when you find a new topic you see how much there really is out there to learn it's kind of overwhelming at times because you look at it and you're like holy cow there's just there's so much that I never really imagined I thought it was this simple and you kind of like break it down your own way you realize there's all these other nuances that you really didn't know and so that's like anything though I mean you have sports cards they're very similar to that where you have things like grading you have things like centering and uh, like corners and stuff for grading like things that people would never really think of if they're just a 
casual collector of sports cards. But you have all these things that really weigh into it, and 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 that point you have to kind of know really what you're getting yourself into. And so that's something that I've been doing a lot. It's just a lot of research, and I guess one of the best places for me to learn outside of maybe a few groups here and there is by going on to Reddit. So there are a lot of terrible things on Reddit, right? Even you can find anything on Reddit, and a lot of the things on there. Um, whether they just be like the people on there or just, you know, some of the things on there are just super, they're either like very toxic communities or there are just some people who like are just super kind of not easy to get along with. But at the same time, Reddit's super good because I've kind of heard that the best and the worst of the internet is on there. And that's kind of true. So the, I kind of take it that a lot of people that go on Reddit are very dedicated to what they're talking about just mainly because when you go on reddit it's basically a forum only designed for like is a bunch of different forums designed specifically for a single topic and so when you have people that are that into a topic that they want to go and spend time on a forum specifically dedicated to the topic that's not on a mainstream social media site like facebook or uh, like instagram which is owned by facebook or TikTok or something. I mean, Reddit's very mainstream, but it's not nearly as it's not nearly as talked about, I think, as these other social media platforms that are used by, I mean, virtually anybody from young young kids to adults. And so, you have you have Reddit which is used by everybody and and kind of used by a wide age range, but I don't think nearly as many people use it as some of these other platforms. And so, it's very, very underrated, I think, in my opinion, because when you're looking for things, I'll go on there and I'll look up a certain topic. And from there, you can really start to learn a lot about that topic. You can do a whole lot of research based on just one topic, just based off of different Reddit sub forums and sub feeds and stuff like that. And so that's what I like to do. I like to go on there. I like to see what people are talking about. And plus, if it's something for reselling wise, I, I really like to learn if I'm trying to learn a new niche or something. Reddit's super good for that because you can really learn what people that are in that certain area or in that niche are, are feeling about it or what their kind of inner, what their thoughts about it are. And so if there's something that's coming out like a release or something, you can use Reddit, you can use uh, you know different social media platforms to kind of gauge interest on that release and then hopefully apply that to your strategy to say, hey, I think this is gonna work well or I think it won't. And so I'll do different things like that. I'll do different t- forms of research to hopefully kind of get myself prepped for a release and like I said Reddit's just a very good tool for that in addition to the fact that I learn a lot from there just from people that are either doing reselling and there's a whole forum just dedicated to reselling on there I think it's r slash reselling or r slash resellers one of the two but basically it's just a a whole reselling forum and you can go in there and there's like daily forums there's new reseller forums there's I mean, there's all this stuff that you can just basically go and read from and learn. And there's so much information on there that you really can't process it all, nor could you ever read through all of it, which is a good thing and a bad thing. But at the same time, I like that kind of stuff because it gives me a lot of different ideas. It gives me a lot of different things that I can learn from. I just, I like different help forums and stuff like that are good for me when I'm learning a new topic because there's so many people, especially in like a skill or something, um, there's so many people that have similar questions to me um, maybe that I didn't even think about. And so whenever I see that they're asking a question about uh, a, one, a, you know, just one sort of thing about what I'm trying to learn about, 
when I see that they ask that question, maybe it spurs other questions in my mind that I can go and look at from other people, or maybe it's something I'd never even heard of before that now I need to do my own research on. And so it's very good for me to be able to learn from things like that. I mean, like I said, every place has their toxic areas and toxic groups and toxic toxic forums and stuff. I mean, you're going to have that anywhere. But it's a very good platform for me to learn and do research on just because typically the people on there, whenever they're in whatever kind of niche forum they're on, are pretty dedicated and pretty knowledgeable or they're people that are trying to learn like me. So they're asking a lot of questions, stuff that I already have questions about but or didn't even know I had a question about until somebody kind of posed it. And I thought, wow, that's a pretty interesting question. I don't really know what the answer to that is. Maybe I should read through this. And so you have things like that. I mean, there's basically a Reddit for everything. And this isn't a Reddit podcast, but this is just kind of something that I'm thinking about right now. There's also Facebook groups for everything. And so um, my girlfriend right now, she makes Minnie Mouse ears she's super she likes disney and she wants to start like her own etsy shop and so she kind of pulled up a full facebook group just based off of people that make Minnie mouse ears for people that go to disney world which is completely wild to me one that even exists who on earth how many people are in this this facebook group that's like my first question because i didn't even know i mean that's super niched out right you have disney then you have one of the disney characters and then you've gone so far as to like go with a very a very popular accessory at a disney park i get it but like the fact that there's a whole group dedicated to one disney park accessory completely blows my mind and so you can go on and basically find a facebook group or a reddit forum for anything and if you're trying to learn about something that would be probably my number one place to start outside of asking somebody in the reselling community that maybe you know on instagram uh what how they do it if they're you know, not super busy or they're very willing to answer your questions and stuff. That's one way to do it. But I think if you are just trying to learn a ton and you don't really know where to start, those kind of areas are better just because you can learn a lot from a group. You can learn a lot from forums. And those are the kind of things that I do a lot of my research off of. I mean, you can Google websites and stuff. That's fine. And I think oftentimes there's a lot of benefit to that. But there just aren't a whole ton of re- uh, of websites that are de- dedicated to this kind of stuff. If you're learning about something that's kind of niche down, you're either going to have to find the one or two sites that somebody maintains and does a whole lot of work on and stuff to kind of keep up with current information. Most people don't have that kind of drive or that kind of time or that desire to even do that. And so they just would rather talk about it on Reddit, which is already built out for that, or Facebook, which is already built out for discussions. And it's just easier... Uh, I mean, Discord, Discord's another good one, and kind of different different sites like this where you can basically get yourself in a chat or a group or a forum with people that are into the same area that you're trying to learn about. And so that's kind of my, my strategy that I've been deploying. I don't do it a whole, I don't do it as often as I'd like to just because I'm super busy and I don't really give myself enough time to research, but I think as I kind of find more things that I don't know about, which is fun, I like to go into these areas and and learn as much as I can and soak up all the information I can. And that's pretty much my best way of getting antiquated with things, or getting acquainted, not antiquated, getting acquainted with things very quickly is is trying to do as much research as possible. So uh, with that being said, I think that's kind of what my, my main way of research is. I mean, I hope that helps out because 
it is something that is very important when it comes to starting a business or starting a new hobby or whatever you kind of want to make this thing for yourself. But knowing your research and, and doing a fair amount of research just speeds up the process for you. I mean, if you didn't do any research on Amazon and you started just sending things in blindly, you'd probably end up getting yourself uh, suspended or banned very quickly just because they have a very low tolerance policy and you don't know what you don't know until you kind of find out you did something wrong. And so that would be an area to research uh, pretty good and, and kind of know some stuff about going into it and then go do it. But you know, that's just one example. But basically, if you're trying to learn something new, I think it's beneficial to do a heavy amount of research on it to get yourself brought up to speed as quickly as possible. So that's that's kind of what I have been working on a lot recently. And I'm going to be pushing that a lot more here in the future, just trying to get myself prepped up for Q4. Uh, there's going to be a ton of releases on that. I'm going to be going for a ton of different items. And so it's just going to be it's going to be a very busy time for me. So taking a time where things may not be nearly as busy as they will be and putting some research in kind of makes the most out of that time for you. So that's my thing. That's what I'm on today. But hopefully that helps you out. And hopefully that can get you a little better, better of a direction research-wise so that when you're starting out, you kind of have a place that you can go to and find some information. So that's... That being said, I'm going to go, but you guys have a good one, and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.